Warheads, and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about the Blood Harbor Ripper, Pike. I did not wait right when he was released. <laughs> I thought I was so prepared. Wow. We wow. just talked about uh, how... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to guess 2016? No, release. that's too old. I'm going to go... I'm going to go what? 20... 2018, maybe? Tw- oh, 2018 Ooh. sounds good, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think I like 2018. May 31st, 2018. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Ignore... Edit out where I said 2016 and just put in the 2018 <laughs> part. <laughs> but don't fill it with... Leave the empty space there. Yeah, just Great. dead silence. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good podcasting, baby. <laughs> well, uh, in addition to talking about Pike with the three of us, we also have a guest. And this was a good introduction <laughs> to that. <laughs> but joining us on today's podcast is Drayson. He is uh, also, uh, you may recognize him if you're, if you're on the Discord, he's one of our moderators. So, welcome, Drayson. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for joining yeah, thanks us. Thanks for being here. Thanks for moderating. Being a mod. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, not, it's not that hard. Nothing bad happens. People are pretty good. <laughs> a couple things. <laughs> so, that one fight, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's just fight. How did I forget? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, why you decided to join us for Pike. Um, in general, I've just been playing League since, like, season six-ish. Uh, when Pike came out, he really captured my interest because prior to switching over to League, I was actually a very high-rank uh, Heroes of the Storm player, and I was a Zeratul one-trick. And Pike plays a lot like Zeratul did, so I just immediately clicked with it. Um, his character is n- not the deepest, but... It's, it's interesting, and I just really love his playstyle. Despite being in ADC main now, Pike is still my second most played by a large margin. I may play him ADC. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask if you play supports otherwise, because he seems so different to uh, you know, to the normal support playstyle. Uh, yeah. I play just about everything. One of my actual current goals is I'm trying to hit M7 on every champion. Nice. Damn. Damn. Um, That's a I'm high six, mastery. At, yeah, I'm at 63 of 160 right now. Damn. I'm going to hit M7 on one champion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also account level 840, so we just ignore that. That's nice. a high account level. That's a, that is a very Damn. high number. I didn't know they, they went that high. You know what? <laughs> I always feel like I always feel a little bit bad about our number given how long we've played. And then I remember that it was just. 30 was the max for, for a most while. of the time we Long were playing. Time. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. as soon yeah, as we yeah. stopped it, playing, then they took the cap yeah. off. <laughs> right? Yeah, the cap was removed like season seven, like right as mm. I was really getting into it. So I just accelerated right through. Man, one day. I did I did always want to have mastery on every champion, which is really hard when you play a lot of ARAMs. <laughs> that does make it hard to earn tokens. Yeah. Just getting the mastery yeah, I mean, points. Yeah, you can get even. to... Five, but right? Yeah. Just just f- lucking into a champion that you don't yeah. have any mastery on. <laughs> I'll say, as a support main, I had to play Pike in an A Ram a couple weeks ago, and I had a miserable time. You did great. <laughs> I did horribly. I loved it, and I was like, <laughs> "What's it?" I thought I could do this. 
<laughs> I get annihilated by Pike in every ARAM that I've ever played. People who don't have masteries in him, no, it was awful. It's terrible. It's team comp diff. You did. Yeah, my keyboard yeah, right? was a little sticky, you know. And yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Messed me up. <laughs> so uh, you played him. What does Pike sound like? Oh me. <laughs> was, okay, listener, you gotta understand. He was looking her I dead thought... in her eye sockets when he said that but shit. He, <laughs> he normally I mean he usually does anyway. He can't look at the screen, it turns him away from the <laughs> I looked my woman in her eyeballs and I said, What does Pike sound like? <laughs> I don't know. He sounds like he's gurgling underwater. I can't do he that. He does sound like that. He, what he kinda does, you yeah. have? <clears throat> okay. Um Pike lives in like the space of like uh, he's like minions have spawned because Pike had an announcer Ooh. pack. <gasps> oh, for some reason. Sure. Why not? Right. <laughs> yeah, because you know they use those so often. I know it makes me wish that they just sold them. I would. Well, I don't know if I'd buy them. I play with a Pike pack. He sounds cool. Yeah. Right? I think it, it is a fun idea. They don't even have to be champions, but to have just different announcer packs, people would absolutely spend money on that shit. People mod them into the game already. It's like, why not, right? That's true. Get like some famous people. They have connections, right? They have Freak. He Ryan literally works for they them. They did a TV show. <laughs> they did. They did a TV show once. <laughs> that one time. Okay, can I just do a grudge impression? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> sink till you float. <laughs> Was that it? That was it. <laughs> Man, I can't a little... believe you got it in one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, you're up. Why do you get to go last? What? Because that's... Gotta find the voice line. Captains told me to kill fish. Fish told me to kill captains. Makes sense. Oh, my God. Damn. Pike what is actually fuck? here. John, saw... you should have not gone last. Because <laughs> you're going to sound like a real oh, dill hole now. I regret my decision now. <laughs> You know who Holy you fucking shit. sounded like, too? Do you ever watch Old Inspector Gadget? Ooh! Ooh. I think he's too young. <laughs> A little too young. Yeah. I, yes, you're absolutely right, though. <laughs> God damn. That was insanely I'll good, though. get you, Gadget. <laughs> New little dog, too. <laughs> all right, go ahead, John. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Knock it out of the park. Mm, tasted a good life once. Needed salt. Nice. That's good. I think mine was the best, but... (laughs) It was pretty good. He's got a lot of really funny voice lines. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, on the universe page, Pike has a bio, a short story. We we missed one. No, no. Never mind. It's okay. (laughs) The cats can't do the impressions and our baby's sleeping. Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) I think she'd do a good Pike. She would just sound like like your grudge impression. Probably. She does. Ah. Yeah. She does that a lot. Anyway, uh, Pike has a bio, (laughs) a short story, and a video. uh, One of the Lars's Legend of Buildwater audio drama. This one's a little bit different than the other ones, mostly because you have to hear him pee. (laughs) I really didn't care for. (laughs) I I didn't know that was coming. I was listening to it. It was on a louder volume than I would have put it if I knew he was going to piss in my ears. But anyway, just to to warn you, it was like someone was peeing in front of my face and I didn't need it. (laughs) I like that also someone gets like dismembered and you hear that. Oh, yeah, it's real. That's cool. Brutal. I mean, I didn't I didn't care about the dismemberment, but the peeing. 
it's, that's, I didn't see the dismay. There's a. It's visceral. <laughs> yeah, the sound right? effects artists put in some work. They are. <laughs> the they yeah. are. Someone worked really hard on those sound effects, including the piss one. Someone Big. recorded themselves peeing. <laughs> Absolutely. Big There's no way the that Foley they did. Guys, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Foley artists on Lars's Legends of Billwater. <laughs> like, oh, we need one more take. It's like, man, you cannot. I have drunk. I, I can't keep drinking water, man. <laughs> Been at this for four hours. <laughs> you gotta get a new person to pee. <laughs> Just for coverage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should I go through the bio? Do it, baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pike was a normal boy in Bill Water. See, what's weird is they stole your joke for you. Yeah, they kind of did. They like. As a youth, Pike started out like many in Bilgewater. <laughs> normal. He was normal. actually just a normal boy. I he know. He was just a normal boy in Bilgewater. I didn't have to, I'm not even making a joke. He I, was just a normal. <laughs> I love it when they're actually a normal boy or whoever from wherever. <laughs> <laughs> they often are, honestly. <laughs> but they don't often tell us that. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, he began, I, I will say though I like that he doesn't have some name lost to time unless it's old lore or something um, but anyway he began his work on the slaughter docks which is where people bring in slain sea creatures for coin I think is what they do right yeah yeah. Uh, Pike wasn't making much money and knew he'd make a lot more by hunting the creatures himself so he joined a crew and became a talented harpooner He's one of the few who hunts by just launching himself at the sea creatures. <laughs> he just throws himself on in there. Weird that there aren't more people that do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in Bilgewater. Uh, anyway, he harvests them while they're, you know, still alive. The more dangerous to be, the more money he'd get for organs and gooey stuff. Uh, so one day he decided to take on hunting the... Someone want to help me with the name of this fist? Jahul? Oh, Jahul we, I, fish? I thought Jahl. I just, yeah, I just say jowl. Wow, I really overthought that one. The southern jowl fish. <laughs> That's just how Mark says jowl. <laughs> Something the jowl fish is. A big fishy with lots of teeth and sacks of saphalite, which is where the real money is, I guess. The crew managed to secure a jowl fish with harpoon lines and Pike jumped into its big gaping wet mouth. <laughs> you didn't have to add the wet. I did. It's moist, warm, <laughs> cavernous, tight, <laughs> soft, inviting. <laughs> Y'all are fucking disgusting. <laughs> you participated. You can't get mad at us when you added the word moist, Mark. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, stuffed by the jaw. All right. <laughs> so. He, uh, yeah, he starts harvesting the cephalite. While down there, his captain chickens out like a little bitch and cuts Pike's line, abandoning him. If this sounds like Nautilus, yes. <laughs> uh, Pike, of course, was too angry to die because this is from Dara. Uh, the bio's kind of vague here. He saw lots of blue lights and was connected to something, quote, ancient and mysterious. I don't really know what that means. I thought maybe we would get more later. We do not. Don't worry. <clears throat> You'll get way more. Oh, great. In... A Reddit AMA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are the best. Okay. So Pike became all full of vengeance, set out killing people in Bilgewater who were on his little, little hit list. Pike's little list. He, <laughs> he started with captains. That's, that's what it's labeled at. <laughs> he like pulls it out of his pocket. He's pot. making a list. <laughs> oh, why have they not done that skin yet? 
Right? Reverse Santa Pike. Oh my god, it'd be so good. Riot, you're welcome. Uh, Anyway, he started with captains and moved on to basically anyone associated with the Slaughter Ducks. He's known as the Blood Harbor Ripper, and people say he travels uh, on the ship, the Terror, although no one has seen it, and now everyone's all spooked. (laughs) Yeah, that's Pike. That's Pike. Uh, I love, so I mean, we know from further stories that, like, his list means nothing, essentially. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I do, I I like the, that they called out in the bio that he's specifically hunting first mates, makes sense, Mm -hmm. pretty close to a captain. Yeah. Bankers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're powerful. Yeah. Merchant officers. Totally get that. You know, you know, it's just a high ranking and has to do with money. And cockers? <laughs> the fuck did they do? <laughs> and also bakers. Fuck them. <laughs> They're just out here trying to live their best life. They're just sealing up ships. The fuck? Sounds too ships close to captains. Yeah, that's true. They don't I- even sail, probably. <laughs> I mean, that's why I kind of liked that they do mention bankers, because bankers don't sail. And I think... I know that we, we get a lot of more specifics in the Reddit thread. I purposely di- or didn't read it. Um, cause I don't, I don't like that. I just don't like it. Uh, but I think like even from, I, I don't care for that. I don't, I don't, we don't, we do things a little different around here, but, um, but I like that. Like even from just what's here, you can kind of start getting this. There's a little more going on with Pike, right? Like the list means nothing. He's not, he's hunting multiple captains and he's not just hunting even people, anyone who sails, but like the people who profit from the slaughter dock, you know, work, you know, like. Like maybe he's kind of a tool of vengeance from the 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 things that get slaughtered, right? Like that's the thing, you know. what I mean, God, I'm so fucking dumb. You're right. That's all it is. It's just the monsters getting revenge. God, I'm stupid. I'm sorry, honey. No, don't no, say things no. like that about my wife. <laughs> well, that's that's the voice line <laughs> I used. I was way yeah. too hung up on how good that Pike impression. That is true. Was. You could have said anything. <laughs> I literally, I don't Fair even enough. know what you said. I had no idea what you said. I was like, this is not. A, a human being right now he's it's just recording yeah <laughs> or an undead according or, to Laldol. yeah whatever they consider him can you, can, fucking Laldol. can i just say <laughs> Go off. how many different words they have for like undead creatures we're like huh maybe this is viego oh no it's not viego viego's a what is he a revenant i don't know well then it can't be an undead person no it's hecarim fuck off <laughs> To be fair, Hecarim is literally the Iron Revenant. Okay, I will give it to Hecarim. I don't think Hecarim. it was. Yeah, I was just. Yeah, that was a bad example. Pike is but you know, technically a Revenant as well. I, Son of right. a bitch. I, I do agree though. It, you know, Lodol sometimes makes you really fucking mad. The worst is when you get everything right and it's still not it. And right? it's but not the one. Like, Psych. There's another one. That happened to us once, and it was LeBlanc, which was really fitting. I know. That was yeah. so perfect. It's always LeBlanc. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. Back to Pike. How do we all feel about uh, Pike's bio? Uh, it's if Nautilus and Callista had a child. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it is. <laughs> oh, oh, he and Callista would be besties, right? Or they just try to kill each other. You're on my list. <laughs> what list? He does have a quote. Pike yeah. would probably try to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Which you? It, I, well, she's not a sailor. She's like killed you fishies. betrayed me, Callista. Oh. That is one of his voice lines hmm. yeah. when you kill her. Well, she didn't pike. I think you're projecting a little bit. It's the list. It's what can I say? He's <laughs> he's non he's very non specific. Or you know, he's a little broad with his, his definitions. I don't know. 
I was just gonna say there was one like real like too edgy for me line. Oh. It was like right near the end too. A city that prides itself on hunting monsters now finds a monster hunting them. <laughs> I don't even mind it because it's. I mean, it's it, it's like Dre said. Like that's kind of the that's the thrust. That's the thing to kind of tell you like here's what's going on with Pike. Here's the little the little hints as to like what's actually happening. Um, I mean, he's kind of edgy in general, but he's a good edgy. He works in the way where, like, maybe an Aatrox doesn't. Mm. But that's that could be a personal preference thing, too. Yeah, but, I mean, um, Pike makes a nice, smaller-scale threat like Jin did. He's a nice dungeon boss, if we're talking MMO. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I um, It makes me, like, I like... Which we are. We, we, we very well could be. Any I actually, opportunity to talk MMO, we're going to fucking talk MMO. <laughs> I mean, shit, maybe it's like you have a little quest where it's like a mystery and you got to, and like someone's, maybe someone's killing people to make it look like Pike's killing them, but they, he's not actually, mm. and that's like you got to do a little, a little a mystery. Copycat killer. Yeah, copycat. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like, I like Pike's me. setup a lot because he's that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> mm. He's like Nautilus, like we said, but. The whole idea of like, oh, a sailor who's been kind of be- betrayed or left by his crew and is on a vengeance quest is like, it's a very straightforward and simple idea. So to like with Pike, it's like it's taking that simple idea and then adding a nice, a nice twist of lemon on the top of it. And it's making a proper <laughs> cocktail from it all where it's like, it's not actually about the vengeance. Maybe it was to a degree, but that's really, that's just the way that whatever it is gets them to do what it is they want them to do. Right. Yeah. I feel like my favorite part of the AMA too. Speaking of the Nautilus uh, similarities, was seeing the creative team behind Pike try to convince people that he was not a Nautilus knockoff, and then like, and then dial it back a bit after they were like, "Okay, here's a list of all the similarities," and then they're like, "Okay, well, but we can have two, right? <laughs> There's enough room for two revenants that are in Bilgewater about revenge, right?" <laughs> yeah, it is hard. It's hard, right? Because it's like, hey, between this and like old Nautilus, especially, I like this a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. But Nautilus still exists, and I guess what you just do is you just change the Nautilus bio and just retcon him a bit, and that's what's what you <laughs> right. do. Just be honest. Be like, Nautilus is a really old champion. We kind of we like that vibe. Wanted to mm-hmm. do something new with a new champion. I don't know. That's the real answer, right? Is yeah. and I feel like sometimes Riot has trouble with that in their public kind of discussions where it's like, hey, here's just the fact. Here's the reality of the situation. You know what? Right. It doesn't say that it's Ringo in that story, right? Like that's <laughs> We cannot get over this. I can't because that's like the that encapsulates the whole thing. Um but yeah, right. Pike they, is, they can never just admit it was not part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. But yeah, Pike Pike is is the eco terrorist that Bilgewater deserves maybe not the one it needs but it's the one that it kind of deserves you know what i mean poison ivy of bilgewater (laughs) i think what i i would like is the only thing that kind of leaves me wanting is like okay pike is doing enough like impact to the industry the the industry whatever like this is the thing they do right that people are scared i mean like like dre just said so what's what is Bilgewater doing in response like who's pushing back against pike because it seems like someone like a misfortune would have a vested interest in uh like hey this is how we make our money this is what we do and i need to make sure business flows smoothly. yeah, well, yeah i mean we they have... put up a bounty so uh that, okay, right. <laughs> job done 
<laughs> it seems like it's very contained to this very small section of Bilgewater, which I guess yeah. makes the killing all that more, you know, noticeable. This isn't happening at all of Bilgewater. He's slaughtering people in like this one dock. <laughs> Why are people still going there? Right. <laughs> It's like the Your- beach in Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> well, the mayor, John. <laughs> it's the summer. It's the summer season. That's how they make their money. <laughs> Close the beach. Slaughtering season. What are they just gonna? Right. <laughs> the tourists. Um, I think also to like your point. Like, yes, he is another champion who did not die, but you know he it. I feel like it's a little more, and I assume they get into this in the, the the AMA. It's a little more like there are kind of hints that, like, as to what actually happened. I guess I would say, like, something they mentioned about that sapphire is like it's super valuable because it's got a shit ton of magic, right? And it's it's all yeah. about this like blue, this like the 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 blue color is like a big thing about it. And then when he's down in the depths, he sees a bunch of little blue orbs, or like eyes. I think he kind of calls them all staring at him, and that's when, like, his. It, I like the line too, where it's like, "Ooh, tremulous echoes of something ancient and mysterious fill his brain and crush his mind," and and it's like, okay, something with that magic is kind of working here. Like he didn't just decide, "Fuck being dead." You know what I mean? <laughs> he didn't Mordekaiser it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm liking I'm liking Pike for someone who's so straightforward. Um, he's it's a nice twist on the whole idea. This is by Matthew Dunn, by the way. Oh yeah. The impression I got was it was a very like a powerful or spiritual kind of jawfish that they caught because in the bio it says it was a huge jawfish and while Pike was working an entire pod of other jaws begot began to push against the ship's hull. I got the impression it was something more than just this fish and then it's largely responsible for what happened to him. I think that's they a, caught a mother good point. <laughs> they gone done fucked up. Sure. I mean, something that he references, he references it in the short story and a few VO lines is this idea of the the swimming city, right? Not not Belveth. Let's make that clear first and foremost. <laughs> not the lavender one. <laughs> it's a different city. Um, but I, that's an interesting thing to kind of care, bear in mind also talking about, yeah, that it was a, a pod, a group of, of jaws. I was like, maybe... Maybe that that's kind of what he's talking about. He never... I'm sure they get into it in the AMA, but he's never very specific as to what the swimming city is. And I always assume it was just kind of in reference to, like, the sea life itself. Like, just all the things around, the like, Bilgewater. Yeah. Well, if we want to get into some AMA things before we hop into the short story, I can. Sure. Sure. I have a... <clears throat> hmm. I have a lore-relevant fun fact section. Great. From the AMA. Did you read the the AMA, Jason? I did not know it existed. <laughs> John Fies, he's like that. So, ahem. Pike was not resurrected by Nagakaboros or the Shadow Isles Black Mist. He was resurrected by the magic of the Jawfish. Sure. Uh, the It's specifically because of that, the Mist and Mordekaiser cannot control Pike. Hmm. He's a different sort of undead. Um, his powers are tied to the spirit world, and they are boons of the Swimming City. The Swimming City mentioned by Pike is noted as being a very real thing, oh. a city that literally swims and never stays in the same place. Um, and uh, it's noted 
that uh, Pike is stated to never lie, so we can take all of his quotes at face value, apparently, other than, you know, the fact that people are on his list, I guess. But Yeah, except uh, he's like, <laughs> what his perception of reality is is kind of uh, fucked to begin with. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, like, he believes he's telling the truth. He's also violently crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did specify that his death and resurrection warbled his mind significantly, so what he's saying isn't necessarily false, it's simply distorted through madness. Did you, Did they actually say warbled? <laughs> they did say warbled, so that is a direct quote. You know, the academic, like, he's not, like, completely fucked, but he is kind of warbled. He's know? a little warbled. <laughs> As we like to say. Uh, um... The city is like a global mind, like if the city and its inhabitants were to live as one, or maybe something even more complex. Um, and it is not the same one that Fizz used to live in. It is alive and active. And it's not Belveth. I cannot stress And it is not Belveth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here, here is what I think happened, is I think someone, Matt Dunn, wrote down all the shit about the, the, the city, the swimming city, on a notebook. And then that notebook fell like between two desks and then Matt Dunn left riot <laughs> and someone was cleaning up the desks and it's like hey this is pretty cool uh, that new void champion <laughs> let's do this <laughs> for her I don't know oh man Hundo. kind of it's well that that brings up an interesting theory the jawfish are a hive mind yeah very tinfoil hat no I think that, I love that <laughs> I idea I mean it tracks yeah yeah and then the one that they caught was the center of the hive mind. It just works. I, I like it a lot. You know, I think a little more specifics around all this stuff that's not in an AMA would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, let's see. What else we got here? We got a uh, um, Pike can't seem to remember or understand that the names on his list are being altered. He occasionally remembers being manipulated by a higher power, but does not seem to care about it. <laughs> mm. I mean, we just see that in the story, even. Hmm. Uh, Pike also does believe that before drowning, he was a sailor aboard the Terror, although no one has any records of that vessel. Um, and since Pike's list keeps increasing, it's likely that the Terror is just a fabrication from his own broken mind uh, and a way for whatever gave him his powers to keep Pike interested in killing people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's that's pretty pretty clear from the... The context clues. Can I also say, I started watching The Terror on AMC. Uh, good show. I liked it. <laughs> I'm not finished with it. <laughs> little little Mark Wreck on Just, the side oh, there. No, <laughs> over here. Just a little aside. <laughs> See, uh, this one is not in the lore anywhere. Um, Pike is half Buru Islander and half immigrant. His mother was from the Serpent Isles, and his father immigrated to Bilgewater from Freljord. And the outer ter- territories of Noxus. Okay. So, you know. And also, his favorite food is salted pork, and his favorite beverage is red wine cut with salt water. Man likes his salt. He <laughs> likes his salt. I like salted pork. I was with him on that. But Have you tried cutting red wine with salt water? No, I do put ice in it, though, like a heathen, because I don't really <laughs> like red wine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll right. try it. At least you've never gone to a, a fancy bar and asked them to mix red and white wine and then add Sprite to it for you. No, but I have been with you while you did <laughs> Which is almost kind of worse because it's like, hey, I know what this person's doing and I'm choosing. <laughs> like, yes. 
<laughs> I do spend intentionally spend my life with this man. You're welcome. I've what also you been with drink? you while you looked a waiter in the eyes and said, "Can you bring me a blue drink?" <laughs> what kind of? I don't know. Just something blue. <laughs> I like that. That's surprised kind of a power me. Surprise. It's like when you order cheese and you're like, I need a goat cheese, a cow cheese, and a sheep cheese. Oh, it's how- like when you do that, Mark. Yeah, you do. That. <laughs> yeah, that's how you order cheese. When you don't know what you're doing, you order from different animals, and you want a hard cheese and a soft cheese. And that's—I don't remember where I learned that, but it's like if you don't know what you're doing, that's how you order cheese and make it seem like you know what you're doing. Pro tip: the hot tip. We got a Mark wreck, and we got a Mark pro tip. This is, this is an informative episode, folks. Yeah, you're is, not listening everyone, we're, to this right this now. This is the life skills episode. Perfect. Because Pike needs those. <laughs> yeah, he <Yeah>. does. <laughs> anyway, those are all my lore relevant Great. facts. Sure. That's beautiful. We can go to the short story now. Any more feelings on the bio, anyone? I hit everything I thought I noted. Okay. Yeah. Short stories then. Sure. Then yeah. Teeth. Nah. That's a good first of all, great title. Yeah. Matthew Dunn. Yeah. I love the title of this one. Then yeah. Teeth. Very good. Sometimes the title's not so good. This one, good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's open on. It opens on Pike. Uh, he's just killed a sailor named Major Mazier. What did y'all go with with this one? I don't even remember what I was calling him in my head now. Majin Boon. Majin, yeah, I like that. Majin no. Boon. Um, no. Yeah, I, ju- I just went Mazier. Mazier. Yeah. Jaw. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, we're all technically right. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, he notes that he definitely remembers Mazier's blue eyes looking at him as he was being swallowed and then teeth and notes that like, yeah, she was there and she cut my line specifically. Um, He doesn't strike her name from the list, but the name is stricken on the list and it is in fact the last one. And Pike is kind of filled with this feeling of like being unsatisfied. Like that can't be all of them. Maybe the list isn't complete, blah, blah, blah. Uh, But then he hears like a sound sees a guy coming along the, the, the boardwalk, I don't know, along the way, um, and he kind of mists out to kind of try and figure out who this guy is and if he needs to kill this person. And he notes that this person looks and smells like a captain, and if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck. Um, so he kind of <laughs> manifests, and he demands to know this guy's name. And as he approaches, the guy's kind of like, you know, he's obviously righteously freaked out, uh, and Pike starts to kind of remember that this man, yeah, he was a member of the crew when he died. And he remembers his eyes, his crap brown eyes, because we can't say shit in our League of Legends stories for the life of us. What? Um, not in our League of Legends. Not in our, not my league. But uh, <laughs> the man gives his name as Becca Nid. How's that? Does that sound good? Beck? Yeah, Beck. Beck. And it like Beck. <laughs> Circuiting very close to my name now. <laughs> um. But as once he gives the name, Pike looks down, looks down at the list, and yep, there it is, uncrossed. Um, and so Beck protests that, hey, it's my first day. I don't know what you're talking about. And Pike is also <laughs> like, yeah, you were there. I remember. Beck protests. But it doesn't matter because Pike kills him. And <laughs> as he kills him, Pike remembers remembers Beck's eyes in pretty much the exact same way he remembered Magier's. Oh, no, I've forgotten the name. Magier's name, Magier's <laughs> eyes <laughs> from the start of the story. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's it. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. it's it was very cool. It's the perfect amount of repetition because a lot <laughs> when people write repetition, they a lot of times they like to go for three. Where I think a lot of the impact of the story would be lost if they repeated it an extra time. 
Yeah, no, it's like super unnecessary. You mm-hmm. get the two, and we know how Pike works now, like how he's justifying what he's doing and and whatnot. What yeah. his day to day is like, <laughs> kind of torturous life <laughs> he's living. A day in the life of Pike. A day in the life. Get ready up, with me, Pike. Make an almond, <laughs> you know, extract breakfast. And <laughs> God, no, I yeah, do like it, how you talked the entire time. That I was moving you were that, adjusting yeah. the mic so that mm-hmm. there's no way we can edit out that noise either. It's fine. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, it's you know it's she's rising. The reality of podcasting, everybody. <laughs> I'm not in a fucking studio uh, right now. <laughs> this is how the sausage is made. Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I can. So we can agree. all agree, this dude, this this is just memento, right? Oh my god, John. <laughs> mm. Pike is just Leonard Shelby. What a millennial ass cut that was <laughs> for Damn. anyone who hasn't seen Memento. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't do know movie, that one. Pike will be played by Guy Pierce. I would, I would watch so that. So Memento, for anyone who doesn't know, is it about a guy who... Uh, his... Spoiler alert for Memento. No, yeah, we're it... not going to spoil Memento. I was going to spoil Memento. No, no, no. His... <laughs> I mean, I guess we could. It is... We said spoiler alert. We can now. No, no, no. Cover no, your no. ears, Jason. No, no. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> leave leave Jason? the call. Just go. No, Run. <laughs> Anyway, the guy, the main character, his wife was murdered and he was injured in an attack and he has like no short term memory. So he's trying to find her killer and is constantly getting like tattoos on his body as reminders of like, okay, I talked to this guy, talk to this person next. He's trying to find her killer. And the twist being that, uh, well, not the twist, the gimmick of this movie is that it's told in reverse. So we see him get revenge and then the movie goes backwards. What? That's not the twist of the movie. That's not the twist. I'm saying like, that's the gimmick of the movie. Um, <laughs> the twist of the I, movie, spoiler alert. Are we spoiling it? Okay, go ahead. Is that he's responsible for his wife's death, and he's been killing lots of people and just intentionally forgetting about it so that he can always have a... Yes, he, he intentionally made his notes to confuse himself into not n- ever knowing who actually did this. And so someone, he blames someone different yeah. and then kills mm. them and then repeats the cycle. And his friend was kind of helping him, hoping he could uh-huh. snap him out of it, but then it didn't work. So then he wrote his friends, he wrote clues that would Lead trick him, him into thinking his that friend. his friend was yeah. the killer. It's a weird movie. It's a very but good comparison, But it was like, it was that though. movie when, it is a really good comparison. That was like that, one of those movies that in high school, like if you wanted to be cool and edgy, like you had to see Memento. <laughs> yeah. That was identity for me. Ah, uh, it was like that, it was Memento and Donnie Darko were like the... The edgy movies just too deep you know mm. <laughs> anyway yeah no I, I i mean it's a good comparison and i think that speaks to the, the quality of like the the storytelling of it like the ama and like obviously confirms a lot of things but i think just from this it's like you said rebecca you can really kind of figure out how pike works and what's going on and it does so in a way that's very like you know show don't tell it never just outright tells us <laughs> what's happening but if you're just paying a little bit of attention it's like oh that's a neat way of like you know the book ending of how it's like the exact same you know him remembering things i thought it was interesting the idea of like so he sees this guy beck um and he's like this guy looks like he's been in a thousand bar brawls he looks like a salty crusty ass old captain but beck like specifically protests that hey i this is my first day in bilgewater i don't know what the fuck you're talking about so is what Pike sees even real, or is it like the image of a captain is overlaid onto people? I wondered. You know what I mean? Hmm. I don't know. I, I I feel like it's probably like a seeing what you want to see kind of thing, and yeah. 
he's not hearing the tone of voice that this man is using. He might be hearing the words, but hearing like, you know, a different tone. Like he's lying. He's mocking me, you know, something like right. that. Right. He's hearing everything through like the, the scarecrow gas. Yeah. Effect. <laughs> <laughs> Help sure. me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he, it is neat how at one point he just, he's trying to figure out, is this guy a captain? And then at one point just refers to him as a captain. So he's obviously, you know, he has made up his mind. Right. And that's the same thing. We're like, yeah, those powers that are kind of twisting him are, are like just pushing him like yeah yeah he's a captain <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah he's definitely a captain just just get it over with. Get away. <laughs> yeah Hunt to. yeah i like that so there's a too. line i'll go for it oh where because at the you know after he killed uh majin boo he's like hey my list is done i'm done and then he looks back and there was a name on it and he's like oh I must have I must have folded it wrong. So I like those moments where he's kind of like backfilling to like explain mm-hmm. things, you know. Yeah. There's a there's a line where he said, "He heard they call him. He heard they call him a phantasm. They're half right." And I John. was just wondering which half. I like to imagine he's just a fan, like a really big fan, probably of. Uh, <laughs> Garen Katarina fanfic or uh, Gararina, as as I like of to course. call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Expound on that thought, though. Like, really. <laughs> what if he's a Tasm? He could be a Tasm. Mm-hmm. What is that? <laughs> oh, like Taz. Oh my god. Wow. There was like <laughs> genuine. I got it. <laughs> It was like genuine fear and or confusion on Rebecca's face. Like she reacted like, am I about to get stabbed? Like what? About to get tazzed. Who was this man I married? And why? Uh, It's because of the Sprite white wine, red wine thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what did it. I was like, this man's a genius. Man who walks into a bar like that's not afraid of anything. That is true. You know, it takes confidence. It, they do note that he has he or even he says he has one living eye and then one what does he call it baleful glowing eye the sea gifted him so I guess he is maybe near literally half still here and half <laughs> you know, fan you know revenant whatever um that's kind of neat the line that I like in well the little section of a line I like in here is uh when he's realizing his list is done uh maybe he got the wrong manifest. Which just makes me picture Pike doing paperwork. <laughs> he's like got a little glasses on, like, hang on. Right. I messed up somewhere here. He's, he's got like one of those like billfold. Pushing like... his little abacus. <laughs> Man, there's so many, there are so many like list related joke skins that they have not done for Pike. <laughs> yeah, but I like that though, that he he's immediately filled with like, it's almost like an anxiety that starts to fill him of like, no, maybe maybe I didn't do this right. Maybe I missed something. Like, <laughs> this can't be it, right? You know, I can't be done murdering. There must be more. Yeah, he even is like, where'd I get all that ink? Which I thought was an, an interesting thing. It's like, I don't even because, like, like I said, he doesn't actually strike it out. He just looks, and it is stricken out just there, which is it's neat. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Well, I like it. <laughs> It also, it, so they reference his size in this story, which kind of caught me by surprise. It said he takes form. He was always a big man. Now with the baleful glowing eye that the sea gifted him, he feels larger still, which I feel like in in comparison pictures, 
of like other people, he's never seemed big to me. He's always seemed pretty fucking small. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to get a scale of reference with le- with league champions. That's true. That's true. Like, like even if he's like six six, he still looks <laughs> small compared to most things. Right, sure. like Galio's there, Nautilus. <laughs> Well, Lux is surely six eight at least. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> I do want. I think between six eight and seventy two feet. <laughs> Mommy, okay. But I mean, you put him next to yeah, like Ilawi, right? And it's like, yeah, he's gonna look small because she's hulking. So I mean, it's a it's a good point. Plus, he's, I feel he's, like I noticed it most in the Ruined King. I think because I feel like you can't get a good scale of champions in League, like you mentioned, because they need to put everyone. on But the look same who scale. he's near in the Ruined King: Alawi, Brom. Yasuo, Ari. That's true. <laughs> Ari's long. She got long tails. Misfortune. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. That's a fair point. <laughs> you know what fucks me up with Pike is he is so fucking wide with those, like, World of Warcraft tier pauldrons. He and Garen should hang oh, out. Right? <laughs> I, I love the fish skull shoulders. I know, they're, oh, they're, they're so nuts. cool. It's, it's a nice... The... Credit to the design team. It's a nice physical representation that he's still mentally in the fish's mouth. Mm. Ooh, I didn't think about that. I like that. I like that. Oh, he is. His design in general Neat. is really strong. Um, yeah. There are new champions or champions even that have been released around this time that I kind of forget are champions. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like They kind of fall into the background. <laughs> Pike is not one of those. Pike, I I always remember, right. like he feels like a league champion in that way, and because he's always kicking my ass in games. That too. Yeah. Uh, he feels like he's been in the game a lot longer than he has. It's yeah. true. Yeah. He's not even five years old yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 he's <laughs> still a little toddler. <laughs> and it's crazy too. Like maybe a PDB and J. Anyway, what? <laughs> Sorry. Like, because we watch a lot of competitive league too, and he's not even like he does not get played a whole lot either. So like, does I, he I, just kill low elo players like myself? He's for sure Probably, a pub stomper. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> one of the fun facts that I noted is um, he used to see a lot of pro play. The 2019 G2 team was popular and feared because they would four way flex Pike. They would play him in every position except oh. AD carry. I remember that. So they they first pick, and it's like, I have no idea where that's going. That's, God, I kind of forgot about that shit, but that's fun right there. Right? God, OG2 is so good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Memories. About the worlds. G2, much like Pike, just a revenant. Wow, Ooh. Ooh. Hey, we barely watch LEC. <laughs> and yeah, we're in Worlds this year. We got to watch them. That's true. So I I have one more quote from okay. the story. Sure. Uh, Is it as bad as the fan? Yeah, fan one. Okay. Um. So down. so there was there is a quote here that said a Noxian galleon is moored at the dock, traitor ship, or traitor ship. Which, uh, <laughs> traitor is in T R A D E R or traitor T R A I T O R. Which made me immediately think that Pike has a live journal. It gave me real big live journal energy mm. off that shit. <laughs> I would have, I, I would have not written that, but I would, high school me would have been jealous I didn't think of that line for my poetry, you know? Mm. 
Yeah. I do like that. I just had to watch Memento more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's cast in a particular light given that his, uh, one of his parents, you said, was from like the Noxian region. Yeah, his father. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that, no. That that line is a little <laughs> goofy. I don't I don't quite get the, the maybe it's just that his thoughts are so weirdly like dis, disjointed almost. But <laughs> those are all the notes I had though. I have okay. I have no more really really good lines written down. Well, darn. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> or any more thoughts on then teeth? I'm tapped. We're good. Okay. All right. Next up. Uh, I think chronologically, we got. You had one glass of mead. It's <laughs> a big glass. Uh, we got the ruined king. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna run you through just shit that like. Uh, no, this is the game. Yeah. This is the mm-hmm. this is the game, which was, um, I mean, very good. I enjoyed it a lot, even though I played it in its literal buggiest version. But it was very <laughs> yeah. Good. If you want to hear more about it, there's a Patreon episode about it. <laughs> just there is just a little plug. <laughs> i'm not in it though so is it worth it yeah yeah that's a good point (laughs) you should play it we'll do a revisit i would replay it right i would replay it that that's your new that's your new stream game you just put three man play room (laughs) we can each pick one of the characters and we'll play oh i'm like kind of liking that i call allowy all right she's good she's real fucking good uh so i'll just cover the pike portions of this um so the goddess nagakaboros sends a vision to alawi with a task to put down the infamous pike uh she finds and defeats him and then gives him the test of spirit which he passes and then escapes uh fun fact here odin austin schaefer theorized that all undead champions would fail that test so suck it Uh, (laughs) later (laughs) aboard misfortune ship the charming lady the crew's attacked by a massive sea monster, and Pike surfaces to strike the final blow on the beast. Um, then he reveals that the voices in his head have been pacified ever since he passed the test of spirit, and that Gangplank is next on his list. What? Uh, the group reluctantly allows him to join them, and they continue sailing to the Shadow Isles. Uh, later, they need to go get a seed from a Buru temple to strengthen Maokai. But they find the temple has long since drowned beneath the sea, and Pike senses that it's guarded by sea creatures. Uh, Alawi returns to the Buru Elder to request the aid of the Serpent Callers, who can summon larger monsters to drive out hostile monsters. And then Pike summons a Jawfish to help them enter the temple, sure. which is something he can do They're now. They're besties now. <laughs> uh, and then at the very end, after going on this grand adventure with Misfortune, a new name appears on Pike's list. Viego. Now remember this because we'll be touching on it or rather uh, ignoring it completely a little <laughs> bit later. Um, also, this is just a, this is just a little fun fact and a little more shade to, to throw it. <laughs> the, Sentinels of Light, yeah. <laughs> the Rise of the Sentinels. Um, so it was mentioned that uh, any champion who was added to the Ruined King was added for five reasons. One, the characters must all exist during the Ruined King, since some characters are not from the same era. So, you know, makes sense. Two, characters need to be diverse in playstyle, making each one an asset to your team, both in and out of fights. All right. Three, 
Champions need to have a reason to fight or something to lose or gain. Four, the characters need to be cool and flashy. And finally, important one here, their personal, past lore, and or current beliefs don't make them likely to side with either Thresh, GP, or the Ruined King, Viego. Now, this is just your completely unrelated reminder that Misfortune is a playable character in the Ruined King. We'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like... Maybe those points are not all created equal. Like, maybe there are ones that are, like, really big 500-point font size. And then there's, like, Ooh. little... They are like sure. Eight-point eight They font. were, like, sure, Misfortune was ruined. But also, she's very cool and flashy. So, People what like Misfortune. Not put her in the game? <laughs> I mean... Well, she wasn't even ruined at that point. This was first. It's interesting to see that how much Pike has become one of Riot's very poster children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in the last couple there, years. Huh? Yeah. I mean he's I mean, even just like look at skins. He's got two legendaries and a mythic essence skin. Like they are they seem to think that people I mean, people really like Pike and they're really capitalizing on that. And I think that's probably a decent chunk of the reason he's in the game and he's in Bilgewater already. Yeah. I mean yeah. I think I he mean, makes- we mentioned he's a pub stomper. I mean, keep in mind that all tiers considered pub tier are like 90% or more of the, yeah. of the player base. So. Yeah. I think it's fine. I, you know, I'm not like, I don't think he's got the strongest motivation for being in the game, but I give them a bigger pass because it's like, eh, you know, it, whatever. You can kind of finagle Pike kind of any way you want almost to get him in there. Um, I give him right. a pass you get on the voices. Pike. Tell him whatever the fuck you want. Also, you'll him, fit into anything. Him being like broken free of the fish voice is kind of a big deal, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. But also, he's got names still showing up on his list. So is he really free? Like, who the fuck knows, really, you know? I don't know, but why would the fish want revenge on Viego? That's a good question. It seems like if Viego <laughs> fucked up Bilgewater, you know what would stop happening? People would stop fucking killing fish because Bilgewater is full of ghosts. But, so, here's my theory on this, because okay. this is another thing they don't really touch on. He... The voices were calmed after passing the tests of Nagakaboros. Mm-hmm. Now, Nagakaboros, on the other hand, does have a lot to gain by mm. Diego being on that list. And Pike has already shown that he is uh, very open to being controlled by one sort of uh, bilgewater deity. Why not? Why not another? I am totally on board with that. <laughs> yep. You have completely addressed my complaint. <laughs> <laughs> my head was in the exact same place like Nagakaboros just overrode the jawfish I like that <laughs> mine, mine now <laughs> no I, lo- I love that frankly because we see with like the serpent callers that they have some sort of influence or ability to control those those them to some degree I that yeah I color me you know color me wrong I don't know <laughs> but I think you got it you got the right of it um, I guess what I, I like also about this not so specific to Pike is that him passing that test does, like, fuck up Ilawi. Like, she has a big crisis of faith from it, which is, yeah. like, that's fine. If you're going to do things like that, as long as the characters react in a way that feels appropriate, fine. And that and she does. So, it's fine with me. I like it. I'm more on board with Pike being in Ruined King now. He makes sense. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now that's going to bring us into our favorite topic of conversation. The next item, chronologically, in Pike's lore. I'm out of alcohol. Rides of the Sentinels, <laughs> baby! <laughs> Woo! Woo! I will not woo that. All right. So, uh, so I'm going to go through and I'll just, I'll just real quick go over. His... Real quick. It's like more almost a page. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. Hurry, that's hurry, fine. hurry. All right. All right. All right. All right. So on their way to the slaughter docks, the group of sentinels comes across Pike fighting a group of raids after a tense misunderstanding as uh, <laughs> he thought the group was Viego and he does remember that Viego's on the list. Uh, Senna convinces him to fight the wraiths, barring their path, allowing them to keep tracking Viego. Um, and he he doesn't kill any of them, but he also doesn't take any damage from them, so he's a great distraction. Uh, the Sentinels soon find him in a warehouse searching for the fetter. Uh, soon find Viego in the warehouse searching for a fetter. After confronting him, Misfortune betrays the group <gasps> and offers Viego the fetter and the Sentinels in exchange for the power to destroy her rivals, becoming ruined. Uh, Senna attacks Viego, Fortune returns fire, and in the ensuing fight, the rookie informs Pike that Miss Fortune is now on his list. And then Pike disappears. Uh, Viego departs with the fetter, but collapses the warehouse yeah, on the group. Yeah, what, what falls on him? What falls on the group uh, first, though? Uh, Something has to. Yeah, yeah. The whole warehouse falls on the group. Uh, knocks the wayfinder into the ocean. So uh, sentinels are all pissy, because that's the only way that they get, you know, uh, around. And then they encounter Misfortune again, and her crew shows up to finish him off. But at the last minute, Pike returns and then drags Fortune into the bay while the Sentinels fight off her gang. Uh, after hours of fighting, the Sentinels defeat Fortune's crew, but are pressed to exhaustion. Pike eventually resurfaces and returns the Wayfinder to the Sentinels before parting ways. Now, it is worth noting here, uh, his blades are covered in blood when he comes back from the ocean. <laughs> Uh, and when Lucian, when Lucian asks where MF is, he says, my list goes on. So, like, did he murder her? Is Mish Fortune dead? I uh, mean, no, she's a champion. Well, let me, you know. <laughs> Was she disabled uh, in game? Hey. Right. <laughs> That's all that uh, so I group... started playing right as that event happened. So. Oh, man. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, the group gets back to their headquarters. Pike has actually uh, stowed away. Um, he was kind of within range of the magic when it went off, so he's in their headquarters now, too. Lucian sees value in an indestructible homicidal ghoul, and uh, Pike is convinced that Viego's on his list, so everything kind of works out, you know? Let's just bring him along with us. So Gwen outfits Pike with a sweet new outfit and a relic knife. Lucian swears him in, despite objections from Senna, because she's like, yo, this is literally what we're hunting right now. And, uh, and all's good in the world. Yeah, I distinctly remember, despite all the hate that Rengar got and Olaf got, I, like, I didn't mind Rengar as much in this event. I fucking hated Pike. So we got a chain, uh, clashing opinions. Yeah. Right now. Hit, hit me with it, Drayson. What'd you like? <laughs> I liked, I like the story implications of Pike being functionally immortal. It, <laughs> it raises his threat level a lot. I mean, like, sure, in then teeth he gets shot, but it makes, but th that makes it clear he turns into water as the bullet hits and doesn't matter. With uh, the wraiths, he's just kind of sitting there, <laughs> like he gets swarmed by a throng of wraiths and just doesn't care. 
which okay is that the undead struggling to kill a revenant but it's it's an interesting thing and it makes him far more Callista-y. He like prior to this it's like okay he's just a dude I mean he's he can turn into water but if you catch him as a dude you can kill him now it's like can you really I dislike a lot of the characterization but of him in this um notably the big gripe ruined king the voices are play are removed as soon as you see him in rise of the sentinels he is trying to kill things that can't die but i like this more pike being a little bit more lucid being able to like try and convince himself that misfortune's on the list and as soon as rookie's like okay he's like yeah yeah that makes sense to me i'm gonna go she's a captain i'm gonna go kill her now (laughs) but pike being less of a puppet in this story really appealed to me now keep in mind this was probably less than a week or so uh after they had just finished going on a grand adventure together yeah nagakaboro's pieced out of there really quick (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah he his his lishtick got old for me pretty quick in the in the not in the you know the visual novel because it was like he uh yeah literally like everyone he meets like you're on the list you're on the list you're on the list you're on the list it's like i kind of get that that's what his character does we don't need to see it happen every single time it 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 happened it happened so often in such a short span of time and layered on top of that is like something he said almost as much as you're on the list is (laughs) sink till you float which as one of his in-game quotes is like cool he'll say that every now and then um but man he says that to fucking everybody in this story so many times (laughs) he's like really socially awkward (laughs) that's like the only uh you know sink till you float did you see that ludicrous display last night (laughs) (laughs) the thing with sink till you float that made me that made me laugh was to the wraiths he says float till you sink as a negative thing where he's trying to kill them when he says goodbye to the group of sentinels he says sink till you float so that one's good mm. so one's good one's bad but it's entirely unclear why it's like pike's aloha yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean okay so like, we keep confusing it he would say one to me and we're like ah oh, fuck was that the good one or the bad one i don't know, I don't know. Am I dead? is he mad at me today <laughs> He didn't kill me, so he must not hate me, right? Like, it could be worse. Yeah. I mean, okay, so, like, it's hard to even try and say, well, yeah, they were on a, a globe, tr- not globe, tr- a big adventure a week ago, because it's like, Ruin King, in my mind, is such a disconnect from Rise of the Sentinels. They just, you can't even, you can't even yeah. try and have them be in the same space. And and then, like, I, I, I guess I think, like, with Pike, he just works well when he is horror and this is always a big complaint with Rise of the Sentinels in general is that there's a lot, there's like too many people trying to act in a comedy role. So like some of the implications of him being unkillable and, and trying to pull him out of being a, a puppet so much and, and how does like what's left of Pike try and fill that void. Like this moment in the short story, right? Where like the, the list is done and it's like I said, it's almost like anxiety kind of just starts to like swell up in him. Um, that I'm into. I think the issue with everything that happens in the Ruin King, or not Ruin King, sorry, Rise of the Sentinels, is that, like, the moment-to-moment writing and character interactions are just really not, don't fire on the right cylinders, right? And so, like, when Pike 
maybe if he just maintained menace throughout and wasn't trying to act in that kind of comedy relief role um would have worked better and so then you would get a lot less of like the you're on the are you on the list you know are you a captain like those types of things that are trying to be like funny so regularly you know what i mean yeah that'd be nice mm. <sighs> yeah i i entirely agree i'm not i i've made it sound I, in the beginning before we <laughs> not were a playing, I made it sound like i was <laughs> no, an apologist no. <laughs> no. i i think they did less bad on pike than a lot of people <laughs> gave him hate for Gotcha. I think there's a lot of interesting implications, but I entirely agree with Mark that the the ideas are good. They made him fill a role that is not at all designed for him. Mm. It was kind of like they got a writing, like they got a prompt that was like, hey, we need a story with all these characters. Give me, I'm not going to go through and I'm not going to read all the lore for all these characters give me like <laughs> give me the three word synopsis of this character and i'll work with it they're like oh list like got it got it <laughs> the spark notes version yeah just one quote over just over fucking quote. Uh, stick to your flow i can play with that <laughs> they, they, they kept trying to hit the next button but they accidentally kept hitting like the play button over and over again i'm like is this <laughs> the only so quote he has yeah. all right i guess we'll just use this a lot <laughs> it's like a pokemon that's all he says <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i like the pokemon thing <laughs> thanks <laughs> pike po- pokemon pike mm. let's go pikemon Oh, that was yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. <sighs> He's collecting now, all of the He is mentioned. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Gotta kill them all. <laughs> is he Pokemon or Pokemon trainer? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the last thing he is in is he is mentioned in the Dead in the Water story, the MF story. Mm. Uh, where people, that's kind of where, like, there was that captain who they were all going to, you know, say goodbye to because he was dead. And, you know, do their their ocean goodbye. Um, and people were throwing out theories as to how he had died. And one person's idea was that he had a falling afoul of uh, Fizz the Trickster. And was led out to a golden... <laughs> he, he followed a golden narwhal costume. Uh, <laughs> only to be carved up by the Blood Harbor Ripper in a tragic case of mistaken identity. <laughs> That was, I do uh, not remember that specific line. Yeah. They were all drunk, you know. That's fair. Yeah. You know, like how sharks think you're a seal on a surfboard. That's just what happened to Pike. It's very normal. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. He's trying. He's doing his best. <laughs> but those are all the those are all the stories. Yeah. Yeah, all the written There's ones. Cinematics anyway. now. Yeah. Yeah, those are all the written stories. We do have the the cinematics have some more more story shit uh <laughs> i guess starting off with pike the blood harbor ripper <laughs> cinematic is this champion teaser just pretty fucking cool art um it, it was very reminiscent of the scary stories art oh, i don't think i saw but that. like you know colored oh yeah i can see what you're talking about yeah where like you got yes, I know what you're talking about. It's hard to describe. I don't. I'm not an art person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you're an art person, please describe scary story. It's, would art you say style it's like for me? The, the like environments are kind of woven into like you know image like specific images where like his list is also kind of like the light in this d- dark alleyway. You know things like that. 
Is that what you're, you're getting at? That's way fancier than I was getting at. I was getting at it looks weird. <laughs> it's, uh, it's weird and spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me uncomfortable. It gives yeah. me the goosey bumps. Well, this is what I mean when I say like he sure. works as he works well in the horror space and he should kind of just live there. You know? Yeah. Mm. But yeah, this this you know tells you a little bit of information that's from his bio, has some cool art with it, it's got some cool it's got part of his theme in it. It's pretty cool. Uh, and we've got that um, that story that you talked about, Pike, the Drowned Man, which is kind of that audio, the audio novel, which mm-hmm. is also pretty cool. I liked all of those. I thought they were all pretty good. They, and, and we joked about the Foley. The Foley work in all of <laughs> They're those very stories good. was very good. I remember mm-hmm. the I remember the fizz ones still were like the little like flippers were like walking across the floor and you can really picture it <laughs> i really the flippers were right there in my room the flippers were just all over me along yeah. with the peeing man the pee was all over me just, just all over that was me. your fault sean <laughs> I, I mean pike actively turns into water in this one and it like it read like oh yeah that that's definitely something that happens and the audio <laughs> doesn't you would think the audio of that happening would like take you away from it it it's done really well. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's really good. I mean, it's like, so the quick, the quick summary of it just for it is that it's mm-hmm. Lars, who's been telling the audio drama up until this point is now done telling stories, has left the bar, has a drunken pee off the side of a thing. Um, and then Pike shows up and it seems like Lars was actually on his crew maybe. Cause he does recognize right. him. It's the so. first person who was actually on the crew. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, and does seem like, Hey, you're supposed to be dead and then gets killed. So like, there's not a lot of storytelling happening. It's mostly like him reacting to things and just like we've said, Foley work. Um, but it's very effective. Um, it sounds the sound it's just it's cool it's really cool it's a way it's a neat way to conclude like having this person just sitting there telling you kind of stories is to then do this thing where it pulls the camera back a little almost you know mm-hmm. yeah I like it also I am posting a $50 bounty if someone can get me the name of the actual voice actor for Lars because we, we've done it enough times oh. and I can't find the credit so if you find it for me legit um, <laughs> I'll Venmo you 50 bucks <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, then last cinematic is uh, the Kingdom cinematic, which is the Ruined King trailer. Uh, in this cinematic, we get to see everyone kind of get a moment to look cool. Um, Pike's moment is running across a massive-ass sea creature's tentacles, and then he does a massive dive into the creature's mouth, um, which begs the question... Why? Is he still looking for Sapphite? You don't need to keep working, my man. You are effectively retired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a trailer. <laughs> Wasn't he also in a new cinematic? Was that a Rune Terrell? He was. Yeah. It is an AU cinematic, so... <gasps> is that... Oh, uh, oh wait. No, you mean a different the, one? The Rune Terra one. The, um... Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, with, uh, with Nautilus. Bones. He's in two of them. I, did, I forgot about that one. He's in, he's in the one with Nautilus, and then he's also in the one the one with Echo. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? No. I don't know that. Surely. One, uh, so you remember the one with Echo where there's like a couple of Rune Terra cards, and they're in a bar, and they're kind of like scheming, and then it's showing little shots of like uh, like the traitor who gets attacked by the Xersai. 
um, in the I desert. I do remember that. I'm pretty sure I'm Pike in that. shows oh. up in that. Cause, I mean, I'll, I'll trust you on that. It's been a little while since I've seen it. Well, that's my... I think... I'm pretty sure it happens. I didn't rewatch it for this, I'll say. I mean, he just shows up and kills a guy. It, you know, it's nothing crazy. That sounds like Pike. Yeah. That sounds like Pike to me. Case <laughs> closed. <laughs> well, we never said it was Pike or Rengar. <laughs> Uh, every crime in the slaughter docks up oh, someone died it was Pike. <laughs> he's the bilgewater leblanc yeah uh, unless leblanc i really like the uh i really like the nautilus pike cinematic i think yeah yeah i think it would be hard to write a piece of the two of them appearing together but i think it would be really cool if you could do it yeah it's it'd be a nice exercise because it's it would really stretch or you you know it, it would really be like um You'd have to kind of make sure you're doing the right work to showcase how they're different because they are different, and I think that's something we've kind of talked about here. Um, and it would be a nice. I would like to see Riot try and tackle that. Frankly, I remember when I first watched the cinematic too. Um, before we had Red Pike, before we read Pike, I actually thought that Pike did primarily target captains, mm-hmm. um, yeah. not just like, not that he invented that people were captains. So I thought like. <laughs> I thought that kid was safe in the cinematic and he just kind of panicked and jumped overboard. Mm. But no, he made the right call. He was probably fucked. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember thinking that exact thing too. And you're right. If he had stuck around, he would have become on the list. So I don't know. I don't know if he intentionally jumped overboard. I don't remember. I thought he kind of stumbled over, but still that was the right, the right maneuver. He got out of Dodge either way. Yeah. Out of Dodge and into Nautilus. Something I just thought of. The, we, we're talked about the list constantly expanding. But does does that mean the top's shrinking, or does he just have like this <laughs> giant list? He's like I rise. Thought about that actually. Does it keep rolling? <laughs> He's eventually just gonna have a big <laughs> He should have a quote towards rise about that shit. That would be great. I would love that. <laughs> well, that'd be awesome. All right. But uh, yeah. So. Ken and Pike thoughts? I know, Drayson. You mentioned you had some uh, some some fun facts you wanted to drop on us, right? Yeah. Sure. So I dropped I dropped two of the pro play ones. Um, <laughs> so it, it's unclear with banned skins in pro play because they never publish the list for public use. Oh. Um, Project Pike is thought to be banned because his dance animation is he starts with a jump that is the same start of the animation of his ult animation so you can fake people out by dancing before ulting nice Damn, some son. of those flashes that would fuck I me like up I like that <laughs> I'd like to think it'd fuck me up but I've never responded to right? a right, you're fucked anyway. pike ult in time to flash <laughs> saved by your own <laughs> incompetence I like it when asked on the world finals broadcast this year of what champion he wanted to see during the series Mr. Beast said he wanted to see pike played hmm Nice. Oh, poor Was Mr. he disappointed? Beast. Was Pike played at all? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, all of Pike's skins have chromas because he was released in that age where everything is a chroma. Mm, <laughs> makes sense. And Pike's ult mute. So when you have an execute ready with his ult after you've got done the first one, um, it plays his theme and it changes slightly based on the skin. And the music gets more intense the more kills you get. Oh, I, I never got a chance to hear that the one time I <laughs> I've heard that. It's a good they feeling. are all listed on the uh, 
lol audio voice lines page go and listen to them they are the the pentakill music for each skin is amazing oh that sounds so hype they should do more like that like Mm -hmm. uh just kind of sound effects or music as you're getting uh close to a pentakill yeah well and that brings me to the last one that most people have seen at this point but the new imperian pike has a special animation for if he gets a pentakill oh really a big big it covers the ground in like purple mist um, oh. If you're interested in seeing it, there's actually a clip in the uh, clips channel of the Discord of me getting a pentakill with the skin on Aram. Hell yeah! Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, go. I'm, gotta... I'm never gonna see that if I. <laughs> Y'all gotta join the Discord and check out that clip then. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I had. Good Hell shit. Yeah. Those are cool. Do you have any final thoughts about Cannon Pike? Uh, I just I really like the character and. It's tough because making him, somehow making him more in-depth would reduce the, it's one of, he's one of the characters where the mystery is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I'd I'd like to see more of him, but at the same time not reveal much more, which would be hard, but I just in general think he's a really cool character. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I think, like I said, way back at the start of this, having someone kind of react like in Bilgewater, who's acting against him, who wants to, you know, keep up with the the business, right? And is kind of trying to work against him would be a good vehicle to get more Pike stories. Maybe at least I feel like it. Yeah, would be. kind of, kind of like how there's a team trying to catch Jin. That's really interesting. Yeah, you know? a character or two. New Bilgewater champion mm-hmm. is the who who is trying to hunt down Pike. Maybe Pike killed their loved one or something like that. You know, there's a lot you can be do. Be careful what you wish for. We're going to get a, a Neela Pike short The story. Blood Harbor Ripper yeah, Ripper. Yeah, I, I, mm, sure. I went right to Neela as well. And I, 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 I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for uh... our it's starting to make that sound sometimes. I don't know what it is or why. Oh my god, is that our monitor? Yes, Jesus the Christ, baby monitor makes this weird popping sound. Yeah, it scares the shit out of you. It scares the shit out of me at 5 a.m. when it starts going on. You assume it's a ghost in the yeah, baby room. Yeah, I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, that's just it the ghost. Just, it's fine. Every time I looked over at it, it stopped, and then I would lay back down, and then it would start again. It's fucking it a ghost. Fuck. Maybe. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, anywho. Thank you so much for joining us today, Drayson. Yeah. Uh, it was great to have you. And uh, if people want to find you, where can they do that? So I am uh, I am in the, law, in the uh, Lorehead server all the time. Um, <laughs> and I am starting to post videos on YouTube with the username of Drayson, spelled the same, D-R-A-A-S-I-N. And winding down the end of a college semester but i'm going to try and start streaming a little more often unfortunately i could not get my name on twitch so it's Aww. drayson with a one afterwards okay <laughs> yeah i'm hopefully going to start streaming there with some educational content of a gold player who plays a lot of champions uh, yeah nice. i mean you yeah. said you're trying to hit mastery seven with everyone so that's a real fun thing to yeah stream, you'll have a. Uh of a lot of hot tips for people yeah <laughs> well i'm a big fan of educational streamer type content huge huge supporter of it so you know i'm a big yeah. fan of that idea yeah <laughs> y'all go check that shit out mm-hmm. well thank you so much yeah thanks man. thanks for having me next up we got a few quotes 
they're all well, in caps they, which i think just all in caps all the time yeah mm. when i copy paste oh okay he's, he's yelling at me so he's much just yelling at you all the fucking time <laughs> uh so first up we got what's worth more a pound of flesh or a gallon of blood which is a merchant of venice reference for all you uh lit nerds out there <laughs> not me i've never fucking read it <laughs> <laughs> me neither You've got, uh, I want to watch the world drown. It's a play on the quote from The Dark Knight. Some men just want to watch the world burn. We got, uh, <laughs> you get a snake and you get a snake. Everybody gets a snake. That He says that? This is from um, one of his, uh, his AU uh, skin lines. Like um, project, right? Yeah, I think that was the project one. Um, he's got a few other from that one too. He's got the "Why are you running?" line, which is uh, <laughs> from the Nigerian film "Pretty Liars." I only know that because of the vine. Yep. <laughs> and then he's got a uh, "Make me feel alive again," which is a Metal Gear Solid quote from Gray Fox. Oh. Oh my God! Damn. <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, we have uh, this. I've wrote the, a few quotes down before I read the AMA, just as like when we were trying to like puzzle together, like, you know, why is he like he is? <laughs> so I wrote down a, <laughs> uh, a few quotes to help explain it. Uh, we took too much. I'm collecting the debt. Deep folk have a way with persuasion. My mind ain't all my own these days. I am not the only one who wants revenge on everyone. Captains told me to kill fish. Fish told me to kill captains. Makes sense. That was the Drayson quote from the beginning. And uh, my new bosses don't care about gold. You know, which is ironic with the, you know, the Nautilus connection. Oh, yeah. Very much care about gold. Took me a minute. All right. His AUs. All right. AU time, folks. The skins. First up, we got Guardians of the Sand set in an alternate Shirima where all the champions are Tomb Raiders, Ancient Doom Guardians, and Evil Spirits of the Desert. This one is Sand Wraith Pike. The vengeful ghost of an ancient caravan master betrayed by his guards, Pike now lurks within the golden halls of the desert's remaining city-states. He hunts anyone and everyone who attracts his gaze, claiming they all condemned him to death. So it's Pike, but... It's Pike, but Sand. Desert Pike. I like... (laughs) I love this because even he has like unique quotes for this that are literally just pike, but sand (laughs) (laughs) instead of water. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty funny. Now, originally during his champion design, he was actually like one of the potential directions he could have taken was actually a sand wraith. Oh, so it's kind of like leftover from. uh, Yeah, makes it. It was his release skin, right? Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, and this has a Legend of Runeterra uh, level up quotes mm, too mm. he says uh, plenty of fools come to Sharima looking to pry coin from the wealthy dead their own tombs ain't as fancy and footsteps don't last long in the dunes lucky for me I follow real close hmm. spooky spooky <laughs> and then we got blood moon this one looks so much like Jin yeah it's like a lot like Jin right if this one fucks me off I'll yeah. be the, the blood moon Jin pike bot lane is confusing as shit <laughs> If only we played those. Mm. Oh. A voice echoes from the silence. Writhe. Be- oh, for the record, this is new Blood Moon uh, description. This oh, isn't the same as it used to okay. be. So I don't know okay. when this got added, but 
I think actually it got added. They added a, a subdivision of Blood Moon skin, so I think they may have added it for this. But uh, writhe, beasts and brethren, the moons of our doomed Ionia rise like slow, unblinking eyes of starved demons awaiting the end of your fealty. Or either monstrous blights that cannot be allowed to pass. Either way, we are but vessels plunged in ritual and sacrifice. At the moon's peak, we carve flesh from flesh and bone from bone, offering the meager gift of everything that we are. Deep. That is that is new. I like that more. It's more... Ed- well, not edgy. I don't know. It's cooler. <laughs> Maybe it's a little cooler. edgy. I don't know. Doesn't talk about esoteric rituals. Mm. Hey, edgy's fun sometimes. Yeah, I, okay. yes. Yeah, cooler. <laughs> well, then you're going to love the short story. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, but first up, we got Blood Moon Pike, a demonic spearfisher lurking within the darkness of the Blood Moon's mirror dimension. Pike casts his hooked blade across an endless liquid night, dragging demons up from the bottom of the world and into their human hosts. Inexorably tied to the Blood Moon, Pike's sudden appearance in Ionia is a dire omen indeed. Okay. Yeah, so he's got a pretty cool fucking kinda cool, yeah. uh, role in the Blood Moon, and they have an entire short story about it called Trial of the Masks mm-hmm. by Jared Rosen. Mm. Um, this story... For the record, is what I imagine like an art house horror film director might come up with. There's like a lot of really strong visuals, intentionally disjointed storytelling, and a demon or two. So, um, basically, it's like Siver in a cabin, and she's got her um, her chakram like on the on the wall, like resting up against the wall. But looking through it is the portal to the other dimension, mm. and she's just like constantly in like this half awake state looking into this portal and seeing pike doing his little fishing and doing some his little fishing. <laughs> doing his little fishing thing and uh you know occasionally he'll pull something up and her room will fill with water and like she'll be drowned and then she'll wake up on a beach and there's dead bodies everywhere and like you know it's um it's implied that throughout the course of this story pike has fished up a demon for her and she killed god dong everyone around her interesting that sounds kind of cool i'll have to check that out it is pretty cool it's it's told like in a very that's the synopsis it's told more confusingly (laughs) i like that i like confusing yeah you'll (laughs) fucking love it (laughs) you won't know Uh, what's going on (laughs) Uh, and then we got project program among the megastructures and packed streets of a future controlled by global corporations, a shadow war rages between the rebellious augmented humans and newly empowered artificial beings. The winners will shape the course of history, and the losers will be forced to evolve. This one is Project Pike. An early Project prototype, Pike's untested upgrades left him violently unstable, too much so for his handlers, who junked him and threw his remains outside the walls of the city. Yet his cybernetic brain survived, rebuilding Pike with salvaged scrap parts from all around him, and now their fragmented, overlapping memories mix with his own as they scream out for revenge. He's got the uh, the mask that the guy from Mad Max Fury Road has. He on. does. <laughs> I always confuse this one for like. I feel like this Pike skin also always makes me think of Ergot. I always think it's like oh, he does kind of have the Ergot yeah, yeah, mask. I can see that. Yeah. 
Um, especially because he's got like, in the, especially in the cinematic, he's got the really, really long range spear. I'm like, oh shit, did he just get fucking ergot spiked? But no, it's, <laughs> it's Pike. It's Pike. Uh, and the cinematic is uh, Outsiders. Uh, we drop in the middle of like a big battle, basically, and we see a robot crawling along the ground, trying to make its way to a weapon. But then a spear pierces its head, dragging it back into the waiting arms of Project Pike. And then the final shot is he and the rest of the outsiders, uh, Kali, Aurelia, and Jinx, standing outside a big city, ready for revenge. Mm. And uh, according to some writer tweets, oh, although Project Pike says Project Vane took part in making him the way he is, that is confirmed to not be true. Mm. So this Pike does lie. But he doesn't lie. <laughs> Project Pike does. Oh, no. Uh, but isn't it just like Pike, but he's got glowing bits now and a face mask? Yeah, those are the differences. Pike, but glowy bits, face mask, and he lies. Yep. <laughs> okay. I don't think I've ever seen this next one. We got PSYOPs. In a military setting, Who all the champions man? are specialized warriors of high command, trained to battle in different combat scenarios. Uh, so PSYOPs officially encompasses Arctic Ops, PSYOPs, and the Black Rose Group. And this one is PSYOPs Pike ironically part of the black rose group yeah <laughs> great, oh great, my god cool. riot <laughs> thanks riot this is like a found footage movie i've never seen the skin before yeah I'm not a, uh, a member of the black rose group's leadership and powerful spiritual medium pike's mastery of psychic power allows him to jump across the barrier separating the living and the dead this process has slowly eaten at his mind leaving him a half deranged killer screaming at literal ghosts <laughs> <laughs> It's not that like, literal ghost. <laughs> like it's like a joke. Right? I know it's supposed to be yeah. cool, but... <laughs> uh, now well, each... the ghosts look a little goofy. They do. Look at it. Yeah. It's a silly ghost. Silly ghost. Silly ghost. <laughs> now, each member of the Black Rose group has a numerical designation, and Pike's is two, and his alias is Ripper. Cool. Cool. And, uh, what does the number mean? Um, I don't know. Maybe he's too good. <laughs> oh. Not, but not yeah. one good, but too good. <laughs> but who does he work for? Uh, we had to have the Austin Powers <laughs> reference. <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> you gotta get you gotta yeah. get one in. Yeah, I gotta get gotta one, get in, one there. in there. Are we even the lore heads if we don't quote Austin Powers once? <laughs> Now, uh, I haven't seen Austin Powers in like 15 years. I know, right? It is it's amazing just... how much is seared into my brain mm, from that fucking. Be. Both of them, I'm sure. That's the market quality right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at what it does. It's so creepy. Weird. Sorry. Uh, now, I mean, he's kind of in a cinematic uh, Operation Songbird. This is the one where Ezreal, Kale, Master Yi, and Shen are freeing Sona from a secret prison. And then after they succeed. Uh, at the end, a computer makes a call for backup, um, the backup team, and uses a bunch a bunch of aliases flash on screen. One of them being Ripper, who we now know. I hardly know is Pike. Oh. <laughs> Great. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> then we got the Ruined King, which is you know not technically an AU; it's technically canon, but it's got. You we know, know this the black one. mist gathers. Yeah. The heroine oh. comes, and the ruined king oh, has arisen no. once more. 
Viegos corruption blankets ruin Terra, turning friends into foes and bringing entire nations to their knees. The only ones with the power to stop him are the Sentinels of Light, an ancient order led by Senna and Lucian. They must call upon champions from every corner of the realm to fight back the Black Mist and end the ruined king's reign of terror once and for all. Where's Poppy? Uh, mm. Sorry, no, this is Sentinel Pike. Yeah, this is yeah with this Pike, you're confused. This is Pike. That was last episode, huh? You're drunk. <laughs> Pike may seem an unlikely Sentinel to take up the oath, but Viego's she name... She sure fucking does, Riot! Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> they were like we know this makes no Look. sense but <laughs> hear us out hear us out <laughs> but Viego's name is next on his list <laughs> for some reason <laughs> pacified for now by the influence of Nagakaboros sure. the real danger is that he might snap at any moment killing allies and enemies alike he won't well, well unless yeah. he killed misfortune he didn't, so he don't worry about it. <laughs> so we're fine. <laughs> so don't 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 even worry. Don't stress. It's <laughs> another one. I don't think I've seen this next one. Yeah, then we got Ashen Knights. Uh, many ages passed. A great king waged a glorious war to break the shackles of magic on the world, so mankind could forge its own destiny. Yet upon severing the final font of enchantment, the king was lost. The foundations of the world crumbled, and his once legendary knights were left alone to madness, ruin, and ash. Not the champion. The, <laughs> yeah. the, the thing that comes from fire. You're welcome. Not the thing that comes from ice. <laughs> and we've got Ash and Knight Pike. Again, <laughs> not the champion. Pike the champion, but not... So, condemned to death <laughs> right, for John. petty crimes, then saved by the king and uplifted to glorious knighthood, Pike served in the war against magic until the very end, only to be left alone in an ashen world <laughs> without. Gripped by violent madness, he challenges all who pass, accusing them of being the ruler who abandoned him. Hmm. Okay. Let's see, it's not a captain in this one, it's a ruler. It's a ruler. Sure. <laughs> okay. He's breaking rulers, breaking into classrooms and stealing all the rulers. He's snapping them over his knee. Just, <laughs> Just <laughs> Fucking eight rollers. Is that a protractor? <laughs> Get out of here. I'm sorry. The thing is, I'm not drunk. I'm very tired. Yeah. And I think that makes the jokes worse. No, 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 no. No, that protractor shit got me fucked up. That was a good one. Thanks. <laughs> Finally. We have Neon Strata, the brand new one. A new one. Few know of the foreglow, and even fewer have seen its volatile neon flames. Normally a cosmic balancing force, something has tipped the scales, causing realms to collapse and funnel the foreglow's power into single beings. Now known as Empyreans, these otherworldly forces of nature blaze a trail through the realms, each with their own agenda. The fire is spreading with no end in sight. So it's rainbow neon fire. Rainbow neon fire. This sounds like Highlander to me. It does, yeah. Especially with Pike's bit here. Okay. So, Empyrean Pike. Pike remembers little before falling into the embrace of the foreglow, only that he was defending his home. Waking in a new realm as the first Empyrean, he hears the whispers of other pikes across the dimensions, <laughs> taunting him from their homes. Oh my god. Why was his lost and not theirs? 
No answer will satisfy his searing rage except vengeance. So Pike does literally just go from dimension to dimension killing alternate versions of himself. Mm. There can only be one. <laughs> uh. I like the line, other Pikes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's a cinematic for this, which is kind of like a music video. Fire to the Fuse by Jackson Wang. Uh, driven by an endless need for revenge, Pike hunts down other versions of himself across dimensions. After each kill, the dimension collapses, and a new Empyrean is born with volatile powers and a mission all their own. So in this cinematic, we see him following one version of himself in particular, uh, but Jax keeps popping up and uh, protecting the alternate version of himself, and it really looks like he's going to make it. But uh, Pike is faster than Jax, and he sneaks on by and stabs his own alternate version with his own knife. What yeah. baby? Imagine you're playing League, and then Pike comes out and fucking kills you. Yeah, I can't imagine it. It's never happened. <laughs> but IRL. If you die in the game, you die in real life. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is important to mention. The In, in the cinematic, he mm, is mm-hmm. that alternate version of Pike is just playing League at the time. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. He's playing though. League. It sucks for him. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Pike did him a solid. <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird if he was playing Pike in the game? <laughs> I'm sure he was. This guy just looks like Pike me. I don't himself, know. And then yeah. Pike pops out of the... Just all pi- I heard you like Pike. <laughs> <laughs> but those are all the AUs. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, yeah. I have a few fun facts for you. Hit me with them. Hit me with your pike facts. Because it's un- underwater, that, right? Was that's that the next that... part? Yes. Yeah, okay, so. Oh, okay. I was no, I'm grossly misremembering that song. <laughs> uh, pike is voiced by Darian Sills Evans. Neat. And his champion theme is composed by uh, Edward, Ed the Conqueror. Bernician, who also composed Project Pike's theme. Hmm. Uh, so Pike's teaser showed him with a different bandana design <gasps> than the one he was released with, which was for <laughs> in-game visual clarity. <laughs> yeah. A, uh, a later change was made to both himself and his emote to reflect the teaser. Hmm. Uh, some of Pike's possible names during development were Char and Jal, the type hmm. of fish that ate him. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. In his uh, initial code names before he was released, when he was just on PBE, were Assassin Support and Thief Support. Which mm-hmm. I imagine was just for stealing kills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of Pike's scrapped spells include permanent invisibility if he was in vision range of an ally and not in combat. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> a Deathmark-like ability that worked off his own team's damage. A dash that exhausted any enemy you struck and would reset if you hit two or more enemies. A kidnap spell that would place a marker on the ground and then reactivate within a window to dash in a direction. And if he hit an enemy, he'd teleport them back to it as well. That is so complicated. And then finally, a spell that would hold net charges that could be connected in order to create a freeform trap. Okay. I don't know about that one. I'm liking that kidnap spell idea. <laughs> they got to use that for someone else. <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah. inspiration. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. 
<laughs> You're just theory crafting fun ways to use it. Now, I'm, I'm right? trying to think like which champions it's kind of like. I was gonna say it makes me think. Mm, no, nope. Don't ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> Will do. Not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Super easy. <laughs> Inspirations for Pike include various horror movies like Jaws, It. Halloween and Friday the 13th, as well as the waterbending from Avatar, Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, and Thane Krios from Mass Effect. Oh, Thane. Thane. Oh. Love my life. Oh, with the voice. Okay, yeah. I can see with, okay, with the voice. Yeah, all right. But Thane, really? Uh, Not Garrus? Get the fuck oh. out of here. Come on. I love, no, no I'm just, I love Garrus. Garrus. Truly. But, uh, oh, but, Thane. Between the two, come on. Have you ever romanced Thane? Fuck no. Who hasn't romanced Thane? Hell no. He calls you Seaha. It's amazing. I highly recommend just doing one playthrough where you romance Thane. It'll nah, change your life. Gar- Garrus, Garrus or nothing, man. Garrus or bust. Yeah. <laughs> you bro it up or you blow it up. You know what I'm saying? With Garrus. Can't spell Garrus without us. Yep. Aw. <laughs> be a great little valentine. <laughs> They can both be great, okay? There's not just one great man out there. You There's gotta two. pick one, and it's Garrus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pike originally had a fishing net cape, and it would cause Phantom Undertow to leave behind the hooks of the net to snag enemies with. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. He also originally had two weapons, a sickle and a harpoon, but the sickle was removed in order to simplify the champion and avoid confusing players into thinking he had a hook spell, which, um, ironically, they later added a hook spell <laughs> okay, to the kit after say. making that <laughs> visual decision. Thanks, Riot. Thank you. I don't think he needs two weapons, though. I think that was a good call regardless. Uh, Pike is one of 24 champions without a single ability power ratio on any ability. Uh, his name is a play... Not just on a pole weapon, but also on the predatory fish. It's a double mm, whammy. Yeah, a twofer, yeah. Uh, Pike will play his critical strike animation when applying Duskblade of Drakthar's bonus damage, or when you toggle uh, Keybind Control 5. Um, if you do what? that, he'll also do his critical strike animation on his next attack. That's a fun little little factoid. Weird. Weird. Yeah, he's got a few of those weird toggle things. Uh, his dance references the traditional uh, Maori Hakka warrior dance and is the same dance as Rengar's. Oh. They share it. Is it like exactly one-to-one the same or are they just both doing a Hakka? Uh, it's pretty one-to-one. Uh, okay. <laughs> cool. okay Mark didn't like that one move on can they not be different they can both do haka just do different what the fuck do I know right Uh, (laughs) uh, Pike is one of only two champions in the game whose health cannot be improved except through growth per level the other one is Kled oh so when he has that the that like little little bit that's gonna heal okay hmm when he's got that little bit of health when he that, that's going to heal when he goes in, invisible? Is that no, it? like if you buy health on Pike, it converts to AD. It mm. doesn't give you extra oh, health. Oh, I didn't find my wonder I wasn't very good with Pike, huh? I didn't know. <laughs> like you build tank Pike. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I was just building whatever they recommended. But I just, I clearly didn't read enough about Pike that I didn't even know that about him. Although interestingly, building health to get AD is 
almost it's 93% gold efficient. Mm. Doesn't give you quite as much as if you were to buy straight AD. Yeah. But that close. was before heart steel was in the item. That's true. You got to try that now. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Got to get Pike and A-Ring. Pike? Oh, wait, It'll you know, tank. Before they nerf it, you got to hurry up. <laughs> uh, Gift of the Drowned Ones grants one bonus movement speed to Pike while in river, even though it doesn't say so. <laughs> Neat. Uh, his splash art has numerous specific cameo trinkets from all of Victor Third Colossus Mori's previous splash arts. Um, so you can see the original Galio chest design and Demacian crest. You can see original Gangplank's face and sword engraving, um, which was a, um, a splash he made before he was a rider when he was, it was just a fan-made splash. You can see Elderwood Hecarim's heart crystal, SKT1 Renekton's visor piece, Beast Hunter Sejuani's bird mount tooth, original Swain's collar button, Dark Star Thresh's piece of body, a piece of his body, Dragon <laughs> Trainer Tristana's necklace, original Urgot's pressure indicator, original Warwick's earring, and original Yorick's spade decoration. This is a lot of stuff. This is all in the base splash? Yeah, just like a bunch of little trinkets hanging around his desk and office area. Damn. And uh, actually, the last the last fun fact I had was actually the, the bit about the music, so we're done fun facts. Oh. Cool. Well, look at that. That's all the fun facts. How fun. And that was Pike. That Any was final Pike. thoughts? I don't think so. There's a Jawfish card in Runeterra. It looks a lot like Pike. But, I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think that's because Pike came first. So, you know. <laughs> they just worked backwards. I liked Pike a lot in The Ruined King. But... He didn't make my final team of three, unfortunately. Oh, who was your final team of three? Uh, Alawi. It was Alawi. Yasubo. Alawi Ari, Ari. Misfortune. Misfortune. Okay. I like Pike a lot too. I like the the uh, debuff kind of play style, but I, he also was not in my my final three. Um, who was my final three? Fuck, it's been a minute. Uh, Brom Ari Yasuo. Oh. Mm. Okay. Nice. All right. Well, I think we're done. That was Pike. Yep. Yay. That was Pike. We did it. Yay. Thank you so much for listening. We have a Twitter. It's at uh, uh, Loreheads. Oh, my God. We also have a Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Loreheads. John streams every Sunday. Sunday? Is it Saturday? Sunday? Either Saturday or Sunday. Saturday Whichever or Sunday. Whichever day I have free. I try to do yeah. Saturday, but usually my plans fall on that day, unfortunately, and then I have to push to Sunday. Yes. So, yes. He streams every weekend, every other day. Every other day. Every other weekend. He does a... Uh, TFT. <laughs> I can't remember the name of the game. I'm so sorry. Um, and then he does indie games. I'm going to try to maybe get back on in there. I might do some writing sprints if anybody wants to join hmm. the Twitch for that. Also, we should make an announcement about the advertisements. Is that going to happen soon? Soon, yeah. Okay. Oh. You have more info about it, I think, off the top of your head or no? Yeah. So to give everyone a heads up, uh, we we essentially uh, we have too much traffic now for the the tier of the subscription we tier have. of Simplecast <laughs> for the for the, like the podcasting service we were using. So we had to upgrade. So they reached out to us and we upgraded to uh, a tier that um, you know they just they they have like a 
you can set where you want ads to kind of show up. And I wanted to give you all a heads up because we can set things that we can set types of ads that we don't want to show up. Um, but the ads that do show up are going to be different. Um, depending on where you depending live, on where and, you live, yeah. like your location, whether you're in US, EU, West Coast, East Coast. Um, and we won't be able to see the specific ads that run. Um, so we can like blacklist certain large swaths. And I think we can blacklist certain companies too, if they come up, but I wanted to give you guys a heads up. If you hear an ad that seems like it should not (laughs) be playing in our podcast, like reach out to one of us and let us know so we can blacklist it. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't happen. Um, I wouldn't expect it to, but if it does, like just know that we are not picking <laughs> those ads. <laughs> Let us know and we'll take care of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, in general, maybe I'll put something at the beginning of this episode too, if this is going to be the first one. Although I don't know if we know that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, like your opinion on monetizing is also important to us i don't want to make the experience of listening to the episodes like bad we're obviously not going to overload with ads in the middle and stuff like that we we're not planning on on doing anything like that so but i mean if it's just a miserable time and not fun (laughs) we can pull back on on that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of a weird thing where like you can't say how many ads will be there you can yeah. just set a maximum you can set a maximum and amount then, like but... they'll they say like oh we've got like a 35 percent fill rate so like sometimes there'll be like none and like i don't know maybe sometimes a hundred percent fill i don't fucking know yeah, how it works we'll find out work. we're we're gonna be learning the same time as you <laughs> yeah, folks exactly. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing <laughs> okay uh, but anyway, you can reach out to us on Twitter or the Discord. We talked about the server here. It's pinned um, on our Twitter, and I link it in the description of every episode. Uh, also, if you ever go to our Twitch, <laughs> it's like there, I think, uh, if you're ever watching the stream. It's just like exclamation mark Discord, something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to get to it. Um, we have a YouTube as well. Uh, we we post some fun parody songs there. There was just a recent one that Mark sang. It was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Demon Spawn LeBlanc. <laughs> try to guess what. Try to guess what parody song that is. You, You're you not going to get it. I promise. <laughs> Out of left field for sure. <laughs> You're welcome. You know what the funniest thing was? I remember after the LeBlanc episode, we wrote this early. Like um, we you you wrote it early. You write all the parody songs. <laughs> but like we were trying to think <laughs> of like. What not like nothing rhymes with LeBlanc, and I remember thinking, <gasps> I can think of one thing <laughs> that rhymes with LeBlanc, and that is what led us to honky tonk, badonkadonk, and then <laughs> and then you had to make that fit. And then it occurred to me we never used the words honky tonk or badonkadonk, no. so really it didn't really matter <laughs> if we found a rhyming word because we didn't use it. <laughs> It's still perfect. Mm. Uh, we have a Patreon as well. There's a lot of random uh, bonus content. We're hoping to do more next year after the holidays. Thank you so much, though, to all of our patrons. And a very special thank you to our Madarda and All Chat tier-enabled patrons, Chloe Things, Kindred Enjoyer, King of Hearts, Shupa Mustache, and Techno Robert. If Pike was on your case, I would tell him that you were not on his list. <laughs> it's not a captain. Nope. Yeah. And then he step out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, be sure to join us next week because we are out of the P's and into the Q's, which feels so late into the alphabet and terrifying. I know, mm-hmm. right? But at least we're done with the P's, so you don't have to feel uncomfortable John, at the Foley. No, I knew you were going to make a P joke as soon as I said we're out of the P's. Waka, I'm like, waka, John's going to talk about peeing. This has been the P episode, <laughs> huh? Yeah, what a one to end <laughs> really on, right? sorry. I'm not the one who started the P talk, <laughs> I, to be clear. He pissed in my ear, John. What was I supposed to do? Ignore it? <laughs> Anyway, join us next week because we're going to talk about the Empress of Elements, Kiana. <laughs> <laughs>